0: everyone, and welcome to the second episode of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything. No, this is not um, an episode discussing Saved by the Bell or its terrible reboot. That little bit you just heard was just my way of um, paying tribute to Dustin Diamond, who is a fellow actor and somebody who made me laugh a lot in my childhood. Um, For those of you who don't know, he passed away this morning at the ripe old age of 44. Um, uh, He lost his battle with cancer. So uh, Dustin, Godspeed, my friend. And we're moving on. This week's episode is called This Blonde Can Talk About Wrestling. Yes, that's right. Wrestling. Professional wrestling. WWE wrestling. Royal Rumble happened last night. I'm ready to talk about it. Are you Let's get started. So last night I did a thing that I don't usually do, which is I um, tuned in to the pre-show, which is almost always boring, and they spent a lot of time talking about Roman Reigns is the head of the table. Well, what table is he the head of because I have not seen him sitting at my table like ever. Not to mention, if if Roman wasn't The Rock's cousin, would anyone actually care who like Roman was like, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. That friend is me. Enough with this. I mean, they get it. They want to keep, you know, Paul Heyman around. I like Paul Heyman. I think it's a great idea to have Paul Heyman on the show, but if they really want to keep Paul Heyman around, they should probably bring back Brock Lesnar. Now I know it's, um, highly unlikely that Brock is going to return to no audience, but if they want Paul, they need, um, they need him. Cause without him, it's just not working. It's just not. Everybody's just sitting there watching the show. Like, no, am I right? No, no, no. No!" I am right. Um, and then they move on to talk about, um, Drew McIntyre. I am so sick of Drew McIntyre. Been hearing about him, for most of the last year, and he's uh, defending his title against Goldberg, which is pretty funny because we already know Goldberg is not a regular member of WWE roster, therefore, he's not going to win the title. But whatever, it's still pre show. And then they start talking about Sasha Banks. Let me just say one thing before I continue. She Let me just say it one more time. I hate Sasha Banks. Here. She's been shoved in my face for the last year on her little run with Bailey, which made me hate Bailey, but I'm okay with Bailey now. Um, (laughs) And then she went on to win the title, and also she said two words on The Mandalorian, and now she thinks she's an actress. Yep. She thinks she's a bona fide Hollywood actress and doesn't even realize that the show she's on People only watch it for the green baby, you know, Baby Yoda. I don't know. He has a new name now, but I'm just going to call him Baby Yoda anyway, because I think that it sounds cuter. Also, I love Baby Yoda. Okay. So, um, she'll be facing Carmella tonight. Speaking of Carmella, the best part of the free show was definitely her, um, gear tease. (laughs) That red gear was stunning. Stunning dang Sonia Deville looked great I have no idea what her role is really hasn't been made clear but uh, some sort of management I suppose um, R-Truth shows up which is amazing he always shows up when there's when there's a desperate need for um, comic relief and he's so good at it like me every time I see R-Truth <laughs> I did it twice because it's that funny um, and then they go on to do the pre-show match, which there's always one. But I thought it was really insulting that they used Charlotte Flair and Asuka during this one. Um, Oscar's the women's champion. Really, <laughs> Vince. You literally just slushed your women's champion down the toilet? Okay, whatever. Um, So Nia Jax comes walking out looking more ridiculous than usual. Shayna Baszler might look slightly worse, uh, but Nia concerns me because she's proven herself to be an unsafe worker, so every time I see her, I I just cringe. Like, I don't want to see her wrestling the likes of Charlotte Flair. WWE can honestly afford... To have Nia out of action indefinitely, or you know, just have her retire, fired, wh- whatever works. Um, <laughs> but Charlotte is a WWE favorite. They can't afford to have her out. She's amazing. They call her the Queen for a reason. Women love her. Men love her. She's she's awesome. Um, so her and Oscar um, are defending the title. And then, of course, Ric Flair and Lacey Evans show up. Just to distract, this storyline with Lacey and Rick is just really an insult to everything that Trish Stratus, Mickey James, Tori Wilson, all those girls from yesteryears who, by the way, look like they haven't aged a day, worked so hard to put a stop to, like, women are more than just something hot to look at. Um, of course, uh, Baze, Laura, and Jax go on to win, but let's, uh, let's be completely honest they should probably uh, hand those titles over to um, Ric Flair and Lacey Evans because they would not have won without them. (laughs) That's right. They wouldn't have won the titles without Evans and Ric Flair. So finally, the show gets started, and everyone's, like, you know, pumped. And, wow, let's open the show with Drew, who I'm pretty sick of seeing. And, of course... Goldberg, who looks pretty good for his age. Let's give him that. His entrance was really lackluster, um, considering he's a legend. A lot of people don't want to see uh, Goldberg, Oldberg wrestle anymore, but personally, I enjoy watching him wrestle. I think he's in a class of his own. I think Drew McIntyre hasn't quite yet earned the the right to wrestle someone of that caliber. But nevertheless, the match is, is going on. And there's nothing that I can do to stop it, even though I would really like to. (laughs) So Goldberg comes out and he is, of course, the underdog. Now, if you know me, I have a thing for underdogs and you probably don't know me that well, but you know me well enough by last week to know that I root for underdogs like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for example. Sorry, had to. Super Bowl is this Sunday, by the way, in case you forgot, because I gave the wrong dates on the first episode. Moving along, moving along. Um, So Goldberg has never, ever, ever won the WWE Championship. So that makes me root for him even more. He comes out, he's so strong, like he's manhandling Drew. The match hasn't even started. So it proves that Oldberg is still Goldberg. So um, Goldberg is actually, fun fact, The only the second man, the other being, of course, Brock Lesnar, to ever kick out of the Claymore kick. After 18 minutes of this, you know, back and forth in the ring, of course, Drew McIntyre wins because he's got his head so far shoved up Vince McMahon's ass that I honestly don't think he knows his way out. Like, I genuinely think he's just stuck up there. I I don't even know if he's ever going to get out. I'm sorry. Not really. Um, So the second match is the women's match. And, of course, my girl, Carmella, comes walking out like a freaking angel from heaven. And her whole entrance, I'm just like. Like, that's literally what I heard. She looked gorgeous. And then <sighs> Sasha came out. Sasha might think she can act, but Sasha can't act at all. Like I don't like. Oh God, I've had enough of her. Like I wish she'd stop trying to act because she's terrible. She's just, she's just terrible at it. And the only reason she's in any sort of TV show is because she's on WWE. And the fact, uh, uh, and the fact remains. She ratchet. She ratchet. She Three times because I wanted to make it clear. Um, so Carmella, for those of you who like to say she can't, Carmella can wrestle. Like she really, really, really can. Um, I think that uh, our friend Sasha Banks looks at this point like she has dressed herself at the Salvation Army, like purchased a bunch of clothes and then sewed it together. She looks ridiculous. Carmella covered first and multiple times before Sasha gets one in. But after 15 minutes, guess what happens? Like, really, guess what happens? I don't want to tell you if you haven't watched it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you. Um, after 15 minutes, of course, Carmella loses. Of course, Carmela loses. Carmella is the better performer, and she should have won, but they got to keep this whole, ah, the boss, the blueprint, the blah, blah, blah business going, even though most of us are sick of it because Sasha also has her head so far up, Vince McMahon's ass, that she can't find her way out. It's just a fact. Even though most of us are sick of it, this is just, just, I, I think, and I really, really hope that I'm right. That Carmel, This is all um, leading up to Carmella winning at WrestleMania. The next thing is a freaking Sami Zayn um, little promo. And I think Sami Zayn promos are the MVP of WWE, period. He is incredible. He's so funny. He just brings it every time. Like, there's just no denying how funny he is. Like, me, every time I see Sami Zayn, I laugh. Like, I can't stop laughing. Like that. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that, but he was so funny, and he is so underrated. He's so underrated. It's not even funny. Um, The New Day was with him. Personally, I think The New Day is old and should change their name to Yesterday. I literally don't care if I never see them again. Um, Then this guy, Bad Bunny, who I can honestly tell you I've never heard of, uh, does a performance, and now we're in. Like, what is this now? Are we at the Super Bowl? Like, that's next week. Stop. Megan, stop. Booker T is literally standing there while this guy sings pretty horribly around him. Like, I would have preferred to hear Sami Zayn sing. At least it would have been funny, not just a joke. Like, speaking of of that, does the Super Bowl have a halftime performer this year? Because I'm pretty sure they don't. If not, I'm available, and I'm a really, really good singer and just in case you didn't believe me I'm going to sing for you I'm a genie in a bottle baby gotta rub me the right way honey Tom Brady's gonna win a seven-three. book me for the Super Bowl please see amazing right okay let's move on women's Royal Rumble Bailey enters first Naomi returns looking incredible um hello worth the wait underrated and her gear her gear was on fire her gear, I still can't get over it. It was so good. She looked amazing. She really did. Um, Bianca Belair. Um, she she came in third. She uh, impressed me a lot. Like I really love her hair. I love her gear. She's she's really great. Like based on interactions, lots of lots of fun to watch. The gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Billy Kay answers. Um, she's she's handing out headshots. She's just hilarious. She's brilliant. I love the girl. But is she ever going to answer the, 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 the rumble? She's just running around and handing out headshots. And then she, she goes to commentary and says that she will enter when and if she feels like it. Um, then Shotzi Blackheart of NXT and a little tank. I don't know much about her, but I love the entrance and it's wildly fun. Personally, I'd do a pink convertible, but uh, that's just me. Uh, Shayna Baszler ugh, again like I just don't need to see Shayna Baszler again uh, Tony Storm from NXT enters again somebody don't know much about her besides that she uses her ass as a weapon more than any other part of her body Jillian Hall who sings just about as good as I do she makes um, her enter her entrance, and like at first I was just like, "Why?" You know, and then Billy Kay runs over, and uh, they become some sort of a strange team. And all of a sudden, Billy Kay enters. Ruby Riot enters. Haven't always been a big fan. She's really grown on me though. Like she's so much fun. Very, very, very talented, uh, and also quite underrated, if you ask me. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. Victoria Returns, I could think of probably a billion people that I would like to see come back um, other than her. But, you know, it's not my show, so it doesn't matter what I think. Well, it should matter because I'm the one who's paying for the damn network. Um, Peyton Royce, who I also love much more as a single competitor than I did in a tag team, uh, she's a bit low on the food chain, but I don't expect that to last for long. Billy and Payton get iconic in the ring again. I don't miss the iconic gimmick at all. And I'm so happy that it's done. It's done. We're not going to have to see it ever, ever, ever again. Um, Santana Garrett, to be honest, I don't know who she is. Liv Morgan enters. I'm a huge fan of Liv Morgan. But as soon as Liv Morgan walked out, all I could hear in my head was... Of course, the Christina Aguilera song. This is totally a friggin' homage to the Dirty Era. Like... Liv was on fire. Let's be real. Rhea Ripley comes in next. I'm a fan. She's different. She's She's unapologetically herself. And the Queen, Miss Charlotte Flair, walks in. Looking like a queen again, and unlike you know Shayna Baszler, she walks in having done a wardrobe change. Um, yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, friggin' queen. (laughs) Shah Dana Brooke, can't decide if I like her. She has cute gear, but something about her just like really doesn't sit well with me. At this point. Shotzi, uh, Jillian, Billy Kay, and Victoria and Liv have all been eliminated, but Tory Friggin Wilson walks in. That Tory Wilson, the Tory Wilson, like, the like, like Tory Wilson, like, She just walked in and made the place her own. Um, I'm dying. Rest in peace to me. Rest in peace, not rest in please. Rest in peace. Her entrance made me lose track of eliminations. I loved Tori Wilson growing up. I love Tori Wilson today. And she hasn't aged. She looks amazing. Oh, I love Tori Wilson. Okay, enough about that. Lacey Evans walks out. I'm a fan, but the storyline, I just can't get behind it. It's disgusting. Like I said, I thought WWE was past that especially with the women's revolution but apparently wwe doesn't really know what the fuck it's doing so uh (laughs) mickey james returns never really liked her at all i think she's like a wannabe trish stratus Uh, i don't really care but i understand she's beloved so i'll put some respect on her name uh nikki cross kind of random wasn't expecting it but that's the beauty of the royal rumble is that we never know who's coming and uh nikki's back to being absolutely insane Alicia Fox returns, another one I don't much care for, boring, and then our truth tries to enter, but now he's got people chasing after him, and of course, of course, 24-7 title, or the R-Truth title, ran, rather. Um, you can't do any wrong, but you know somebody's coming after him. And of course, it was Alicia Fox. She became the 24-7 champion. Mandy Rose comes out, gorgeous, 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 nothing surprising, and then... Uh, Truth gets his belt back almost as fast as he lost it. NXT Dakota Kai, don't know much about her either, but she can keep up with the main roster, so I wouldn't be surprised if um, she got called up soon. And then it happens, what I've been waiting for for, like, so long. Well, I mean, when I say so long, I mean as long as the Women's Championship's been over. (laughs) Carmella's back, and that's really all that matters to me, and I'm fully expecting her to win this. Um, this has to be her ticket to WrestleMania, that's what I'm thinking, and the title that, the title match, that, rather, that she will win, and thankfully, her sommelier is there, and he's gonna help her out, but nope. Tamina enters, and Carmella accidentally eliminates herself, uh, or something, I don't even know what happened there, it sucks, because nobody deserves a title match more than, than she does, and, like, she, she should win. Like, I love that girl. Mela, it's not up for discussion. She's the best. And spoiler alert, gorgeous heart, too. Happens to know that because I've had a few interactions with her, and she's amazing. Also, she has an amazing brand of wine called Capocagna. So if you happen to be in the United States and you're listening to this, www.capocagna.com, that's C-O-P-A-C-A-G-N-A.com. Check out her wines, super affordable, and they're actually really good. Next, I didn't expect, and it's something that I had been hoping for for a while. If you watch the Rumble, then you already know what it is. But if you didn't watch it, you don't know, and you're about to find out, because I'm about to tell you. Okay, are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Because I really wasn't ready, but I was really glad to see it. Lana is back, and I'm so happy. She's one of my favorites. I love her. I, I'm dying for her to win this. Now that Carmela is out, Alexa Bliss comes out, acting like she's two years old, but she's tired. Make it stop. Please make it stop. Dear God, make it stop. <sighs> oh, no. Everything's turning purple. She's going to become her fiend self. But um, she got taken out before she, she got a chance to do that. So, I'm happy about that. Amber Moon Returns didn't like her on the main roster, and I don't like her now. She's boring. Someone had to say it. Uh, it's me. I, I'm someone. Nia Jax enters. Not interested. I'd rather just sit there and like sip on my drink. No wardrobe change, unlike the classy Queen Charlotte Flair. Flair. Flair? Not Flair. I can't talk. <laughs> um, and frankly, nobody wants to see... Naya once, never rang twice. Again, we didn't want to see her to begin with. I just got an email, so I that. <laughs> and, um, I mean, when I say nobody wants to see her, I mean me, myself, and my multiple personalities, because I have so many, so, so many. And, um, yeah, at least she got eliminated. Last but not least, the boat. Natalia enters the ring wearing gold. What the fuck? Like, Natalia doesn't wear gold. I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, God, who dressed her? But guess what? She doesn't last very long. Just as everyone predicted, Bianca Belair is the champion. I know she's the EST of WWE, but I'm still trying to figure out who thought that was a good gimmick. And, like, what is an EST? Uh, Miz and Morrison, a little promo, acting stupid as usual, which is annoying because the Miz is so talented. He doesn't really need WWE anymore, and he doesn't need to act like a bad actor because I know he is a good one. Yes, that's right. I know the Miz is a good actor. (laughs) Yeah, so he's out there. He's acting stupid with his friend there, Johnny Drip Drip. Um, I don't know why he's Mr. Money in the Bank again. Honestly, I know much less why Morrison was brought back just to behave like an idiot. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I think they do better as singles competitors. But, um, I, I actually think that The Miz has the best music in, uh, in WWE, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um... Yeah, r truth uh, goes on to lose his twenty four seven title again. It's just a bit ridiculous. Like, isn't it obvious by now that the twenty four uh, t- the twenty four seven title should just be called the r truth title? I-, I mean, I'm just saying. Owens reigns going into this. I am pulling for Owens. Kevin Owens is better on the mic. A more believable, less conventional wrestler. He is. Every- he's every man. You know, he's someone we can all sort of relate to. Um, there was a time I really liked, there was a time that I did really like, you know, uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, I I never liked him so much as when he was, um, the ultimate underdog when King Corbin covered him in dog food. (laughs) I thought that was great. (laughs) Reigns is only as likable as his opponent, and he is so unlikable in my opinion that he makes you cheer for the guy who's supposed to be hated, by which I mean King Corbin, Yes, it's true. I worship at the Kingdom of Corbin. Owens is so much more fun to watch. Reigns has no character whatsoever, in my opinion. So throughout the match, you know, I'm glued to the TV. I'm I'm rooting for KO and who I can say from personal experience is a phenomenal human being. Um, You know, his grandfather's helped him get to WWE and died. Um, before he actually made it and my grandpa is um so a big part of of who i am so i can relate so that in my eyes had owens as the champion like regardless of wwe's lackluster storylines owens never goes down without a fight a real friggin' fight or in actress terms without putting on a friggin' show and as an actress i appreciate that be sadistic be you know maybe i'm sadistic i don't know you guys because honestly i find it amusing to watch owens um hitting roman over the head with the chair I, I don't just like that he's doing it like i love him i love that the shoe is on the other i don't like it when the shoe's on the other foot but i like that um that that you know owens is just going to town i'm just over here having a great time like Yeehaw! like that I just, yeah, I, I, I mean, you're allowed to disagree with me. I don't mind when people disagree with me. People could be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> so Roman hits Owens with a fucking golf cart. And I audibly guess because as far as I'm concerned, it's Kevin's time to win. So I know he's going to get up. But when he does, he proceeds to hit Roman Reigns with a piece of paper. Owens, Owens, Owens. Owens had been down like 20 times now, but he keeps getting up and then he goes all savage and the popcorn is like, you know, whatever you're eating, whatever you're eating, it's not making it to your mouth, which is a good thing because the greatest of all time actor, Marlon Brando says, the point is to keep the popcorn from making it to the mouth because you're in so much suspense. Like you're watching the screen and you're like, what the fuck is going to happen? So whatever the popcorn's not making it to my mouth because I'm in shock. Um, you know And and then Owens has done that. He's kept me from from putting the popcorn in my mouth and probably saving me some calories. And then uh, he finds a forklift, with his, which is awesome. And um, he uses that as a weapon. A, a, you know, a little back and forth. Kevin goes, uh, you know, on the through the jumbotron, which is just great. Punches uh, punches. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Roman, with handcuffs on, like Owens handcuffs him to the, this thing, and uh, the tribal chief is is now uh, Jack. I don't know what, what tribe he's part of. Uh, I'm not part of it. I wasn't invited. Heyman to the rescue. After a solid year of horrible storylines, Kevin Owens once again falls short to... The, to become, to become, not to that, to become the best champion since Sami Zayn was uh, Intercontinental. Patrol. Intercontinental. This isn't ed- is edited, folks. Since Sami Zayn was Intercontinental champion, which according to him, he still is. I can dig that because I really love Sami Zayn. So that's pretty much it for the men's uh, matches, except we have the Rumble. So I'm going to talk about the Rumble. Um, I didn't expect the Rumble to be what it was, and I certainly didn't expect that outcome. So uh, at number one, Edge enters, and he's, he came back last Rumble, but I'm thinking there, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking but why, like he had a brief feud with Orton, and then didn't do anything for the rest of the year, so I didn't get it, but I mean, he looks great, so I keep watching, Orton comes in next, because uh, of course he does. And edges all over it, like Randy's burns, I guess they weren't that bad because he looks totally normal to me. And then my favorite enters at number three. Yes, I mean Sammy Zane. So that brings the fun, and he can literally stand there for and for a while and do nothing, and that's all he did. And it's still the most fun that I've had most of the night. <laughs> um, Ollie enters, which I don't really care for one way or the other. Um you know, when I see people like Ali, who I don't care about, I feel a lot like... Bummer! But I know that there are other people who do enjoy them. Jeff Hardy. So nostalgic. I love seeing him. He was a favorite as a kid, so naturally, favorite today. Dolph Ziggler enters. Shinsuke Nakamura enters. Orton seems hurt, but in WWE, nothing is ever what it seems. So I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I hope he's not actually hurt. Uh, like I'm genuinely concerned because of the knee. Uh, Carlito returns... Not a huge win for me. Not a fan for me. I'm not for me personally. He could have stayed gone, but I know fans wanted it. Um, He tried to eliminate Sami Zayn, but my guy held on. Uh, Xavier Woods enters Big E. Of course, Big E. I know Sami is about to be eliminated at this point because of (laughs) his Big E. Um, But uh, Woods and E decide to team up, and they shouldn't be allowed to do that. But they do, and um, he gets eliminated. Without Sammy, there's no show in my opinion. John Morrison enters as a singles competitor. I can get behind this. This could be really interesting. But it sounds more interesting than it turns out to be, kind of like the fairy tales tell us about love, you know what I mean? Like, he, he just, it just wasn't that good. Um, Ricochet enters, he's impressive, he's like Spider-Man, I will give him that, he's a genuine acrobat for sure. Elias enters, (laughs) like, I wish there was a... Wow, my phone just decided to, um, do that by itself, I'm very sorry. (laughs) I wish there was a sound for crickets when, uh, Elias entered. Um, I would, I would rather, rather watch paint dry than, than watch Elias. Then um, Damian Priest, don't know much about him, so I don't have much to say. The Miz, Entrance, is one of my favorites of all time. Like, his music is so awesome. Like, literally, when it comes on, I start dancing. that's a little taste of the mrs music in case you didn't know it bad bunny wants to enter the rumble but to be honest i've never heard of him like ever matt riddle my least favorite Uh, i can't handle him like he doesn't wear any shoes it's gross like stop buddy stop it's not fucking sanitary just stop yes 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 it's daniel Bryan. daniel if you're listening please never retire because that would be a big no 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 for me Uh, Kane, are you kidding me? Kane, that's all I really need to say. It's Kane, as legendary as they come. Of course he won't win, but it's always nice to see him. Another favorite of mine, King Corbin, would love to see King Corbin win. He has been in the NFL. He's a Golden Gloves boxing champion. The fact that there's just no reason for this man to lose in WWE. They just use him as a fall guy, and it's fall guy, and it's getting really tired. Um, yeah it's it's just i don't know I don't even know who entered after um Corbin because i had i just I just did had zero i had zero to say like just why and yay because you know King Corbin eliminated whoever it was right away, so I was excited i I'm a queen myself, so of course I cheer for fellow royals, which means I always cheer for King Corbin, who is probably like my leader or (laughs) something like that and if you don't like corbin well you're an idiot that's all i have to say dominic mysterio enters sure he has a decent uh skill level but they gotta stop letting him talk unless his dad wants to pay for an acting coach because he's awful dominic of course um eliminates corbin which in real life would be impossible But I guess they want to, you know, pump him up by, again, using freaking King Corbin as the fall guy. Pretty sick of it. I guess Corbin just isn't willing to get on his knees uh, for the higher-ups. So, uh, whatever. Silly Bobby Lashley enters. Without Lana, I honestly forgot that uh, he existed. And, but at least he took out Dominic Mysterio, so there's that, you know. It's, it's a good thing. The Winning. The hurricane is back. Did anyone want this? Christian. Fangirling. I am 12. He is so charismatic. Watching him makes me wish I could wrestle. Like, oh, my God. I loved Edge and Christian. Edge has been in the rumble for 42 minutes at this point. But it's been a long time since I've seen Edge and Christian in the, in the, in the ring at the same time. And at this point, like, my heart just can't take it. It's just exploded. My heart just exploded. AJ Styles, your music lies because we do want some of your talent. Rey Mysterio enters, uh, pimping beer. Not sure why. Wrong place, my man. Wrong place. Seamus, fella, I have nothing to say. You're whiter than me, so thanks for making me look tanned. I just don't find him particularly interesting without Cesaro. Speaking of Cesaro, he shows up, goes on to fight, his old partner. Meanwhile, Edge is still in this. Seth Rollins is back. Yes, you heard me. Seth freaking Rollins. I missed him. I honestly, I didn't think I, I would miss him, but I did. I missed him so much. Um, when he entered at 29, I was pleasantly surprised. Don't like his gimmick, but the man can wrestle. And his mic work is almost always on point. And then finally... Run! did i do that right i don't know who i could care less about i was hoping kevin owens would come out last and win and stamp his uh ticket to mania against the 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 one that that calls himself the tribal chief um as if we've all you know kind of joined tribes presumably during this uh these COVID times at this point edge and christian are still in the ring and nothing, like not anything, but like nothing matters because Edge and Christian are still in the ring. But they're still, they're not doing anything. But they're still there. And I'm on, I'm on cloud nine. I'm living for this nostalgia. Might have to grab some sort of like, uh, you know, baggy pants, sports pants, and a thong to, to um, you know, live a la Lita for like one day only. Um, the fact that Edge lasted so long and we discover Randy isn't really injured, only to see Edge a decade after his first victory is ma- is, is magic. Like, oh, wow. Um, sound like someone else you know, by the way, who, you know, you know, going back to where he won a decade ago, things, you know, uh, you know, you know, like uh, like this, you know, like a guy who's involved in things like this. You thought I was really gonna go through this without a Tom Brady reference? ha, <laughs> you're funny. Um, the fact that. It, I still can't get over it. Um, the fact that Edge lasted so long and it's crazy and then he just went on to win. Like, that's so, so insane, okay? just It's just insane. So that's my recap of the Rumble. I'm going to end it by saying this. Fun fact, one of my favorite things is watching Corey Graves run away every time someone comes near the announce table. But I got to say, he is by far, excuse me, by far the best on commentary. My name is Melanie with two L's, and this has been This Blonde Can Talk About Anything Wrestling Edition. Join me next week for This Blonde Can Talk About Anything, the Super Bowl Edition. Bye.